Thank you for joining us on a Morley podcast with Tony Maine. Morley podcast is purpose built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. And Morley Podcast builds community so individuals can improve their communities. Welcome to a Morley Podcast with Tony Maine. We've got an excellent episode today. It, it's going to change, could change or reinforce the way where you think about a, a, a very delicate issue that is affecting so many families, and that, that's substance abuse. But before we get started, we want to take the time to thank those patriotic Americans that make this podcast possible. First, the Texas Civil Rush from right there in Fredericksburg, Texas, Air Force veteran Joe Remney and his son, Ranger's son, Tyler, uh, just doing an absolutely fantastic job bringing handmade, unique, Western-themed jewelry to the music scene in Texas. And we thank you for their continued support, which also included sending 21 Ranger kids to our um, St. Luke Methodist Church summer camp two weeks ago. So thank you, Texas Silver Rush. Three Rangers Brewery, three Rangers past, present, and future Rangers. Three Rangers Brewery, they do make spirits and beer. And with those proceeds, they do work to assist in the Ranger community. So if you have an opportunity at your local grocer to check out Three Rangers Brewing products, please do. And Veteran Investment Planning. We thank Adam Stallmacher and Rockport Wealth Advisors for creating Veteran Investment Planning for the intent of bringing financial literacy to our active duty and veteran population. And with that, it's time to begin the episode. And I will tell you, this is going to be a very unique story to how um, Mr. Ron Anthe came to be on a More Elite podcast. So let's go ahead and bring him in. And Ron, I think I butchered that first name, um, Anthe, correct? That last name, Anthe? You're right, sir. No, you got All right, thank you, Ron. So you are coming to us yes, from a car, probably side of the road somewhere in Dallas, Fort Worth uh, area. Tell me, why are we talking in a car with you in Dallas, Fort Worth? All right, Ron, having a little problem with your uh, audio. Are you able to? uh... Yep, we hear you, buddy. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, no, thanks, Tony. I appreciate you having me. I I do. Uh, Go ahead. All right, Ron, still a little bit broken right now. Um, we uh, see your video was a, a little little broken, and now you're you're coming in you're coming in well now. So you let let us know how you came to be on the uh, podcast. Well, you know, you and I met several months ago um, as I was giving you a ride. 
And um, it just, it was kind of ironic, you know, we just, as we talked, we had a long ride, about an hour. And, uh, you know, we just realized that we both share a lot of the same philosophies. Uh, we got lives, obviously, but, uh, you know, we share a lot of the same things. And, and the main thing is that we care about other people. And, you know, you help people uh, in your certain way. I do it in my way. And, um, but we, we both have a big heart and we realize that we both, and that's, uh, that's our main mission right now is just being there for other people and people that are struggling in different ways. And so it was kind of unique. And then we became friends and we stayed in touch. And so it's been, uh, it's, it's been pretty neat. It's a pretty neat experience. Well, yeah, Ron. And so I would come down to Dallas for the Alliance air show there where Alliance airfield allows for Dallant few to assist with their veteran village, a new initiative. And I, I needed that Uber ride back to, or the lift ride back to the hotel. Um, and that's why it's so appropriate that you're in your car right now, still, still doing, uh, what you do and, and tell us a little bit about kind of how you got to be, um, the uh the the taxi counselor as it were it comes from a very very personal place yeah you know uh when when my oldest son passed you know i went through a lot of tough times obviously and um i really struggled i lost a lot i went through a lot i learned a lot uh you know i got an education like i said i, I didn't expect but uh you know some friends of mine you know I, I lost my business i gave up everything and some buddies were telling me to you know, man, I should go to Uber. I should do Lyft. And I, I, I can remember my answer being, I'm not doing that. I'm not driving people around. I don't want to do it. And something led me to do it. Uh, I had some buddies go in. They actually helped get me a vehicle. Um, I got that and started driving. And I really was against it. And I did it to start making a little bit extra money. And the next thing you know, I, I, it's changed my life. I mean, it's helped me. It's therapy for me. But I've met so many people, different people, uh, good people. Um, and a lot of young adults um, that battle, that battle a lot of different things. And so I'm able to be there and listen, and I've made some connections. I've met a lot. I mean, I can probably share 100 stories with you. Um, so it's been a blessing, and it's helped me, and it's helped them. And I've, I've just created a lot of good friendships and, and been able to help and be there uh, for a lot of people. So um, it wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what I planned, but someone else had that plan for me, you know, so it's helped my faith quite a bit a, a ton and that's that's what it's all about today i'm just i drive a lot i do it actually every day now where i didn't want to do it at all well you you know you're a blessing to other people but you, you went through some some tragedy to get to be to be that blessing for others so your your oldest son he battled substance abuse for for quite a long time um as, as a parent or someone, a, a, a caregiver um, of someone battle, battling substance abuse, what lessons did you did you kind of learn along the way about substance abuse, um, about your relationship with your son? How did that kind of evolve to where you are today as you're, as you're able to meet people literally off the streets um, and, and kind of be a blessing to them? Well, I always share with groups when I visit with them is, um, you know, all my knowledge came from mistakes and failures that I made. Um, and I admit that, um, you know, I, I visit with parents a lot. You know, it's something that a lot of people are going through and there's a, you know, there's a stigma out there and people judge. And, and I did. I was the worst one. I mean, I judged my son. I was hard on him. I didn't understand. And that's the key thing is 
when I visit and share my knowledge, believe me, it's not what I do. Is the one thing that a lot of people, that's a word that a lot of people misunderstand. Um, so I kind of talk a little bit about how to support. You know, I, I didn't do that very well. Um, I wasn't there. Um, addicts do reach out. They reach out for help in a lot of ways, ways that we don't, they don't do it the way we expect them to. They don't just walk up and say, I need help. Um, they'll reach out in different ways. And we miss that. And I miss those signs. Um, uh, they don't want to be an addict. Uh, I can assure you of that. Um, I asked a gentleman a few weeks ago, you know, when was the last happy addict that you ever met or that you have met? And they're not. They don't want to be that way. Those are the drugs. And a lot of people have an opinion about it. But uh, um, so I share with just really my mistakes, things that I learned along the way. Um, there's no do overs, you know, but um, I can share that with other people. And I do it for the main reasons are one to prevent them, help prevent them from going through what we have. Um and also, it's what Ryan was beginning to do. The unfortunate thing is he was um, he was preparing. They were going to have him start going around the Austin area and visiting with group and um, individuals sharing his story. And he would have been great at it. And, um, you know, he just didn't get that chance. So that's why I continue. Uh, my goal was to continue that and be his voice, really. And to, to it's really about just helping others and keeping that one person, that one family from going through what we have. So... My mistakes and failures are the big thing that I share with a lot of people. Well, and that just that personal approach is very, very <laughs> important. Before. So, so, so tell me then, what what does a day look for you now? As as as, as you're driving around Dallas Fort Worth and you're picking up to some folks at all uh, at all um, points in time, how do you determine whether or not to lead that into a conversation? Not everybody wants to be talked to, but you, you kind of know when some people want to reach out. How do you, how do you personally kind of determine whether or not to engage? Yeah, I, it, it just really depends. You know, a lot of times they'll just kind of bring it up. You know, they feel comfortable and they, they may, they may be high time to get in my vehicle. Um, they have a good idea that, they're struggling, and I may just make, and then it would stir it up. But I don't go. I really don't go. That's the the thing that's weird and crazy is I don't look for it, and I I never am out to share my son's story, and it just it just continues to happen. It's it's not if it's not every day, it's every other day. Um, a lady a few weeks ago, she got in my car, and I knew she was she was in bad shape, and um, she told me right when she got in, and um. So we, I said, well, you know, we've got a long drive, so I've got plenty of time to talk. So just being able to relate to them, understand them, um, they want to talk, but they don't want to be judged and they don't want to be talked down to. And that's, you know, yeah, they've heard a lot. They already know what they've done to people. They already you know how bad they've heard it. We can't, but they already have. So that way, uh, matter of fact, I had a young lady last night call me at 2 o'clock in the morning. She's going to court tomorrow. And she said, will you please be there for me? Can you give me a ride? And will you please be there for me at court uh, Friday morning? And, you know, I don't care what I have going on. I would, you know, I'd be, there. I'm going to be there. And um, that's a relationship that, you know, she's been in a front relationship, abuse. Uh, she's been abused. She's been on drugs. But they know that I don't judge them. And, and that's the big thing, support. I don't judge. And so it just kind of 
casual conversation and you know just kind of one thing leads to another you know and it's just it's a way it just kind of happens and it's meant to be you know that's why i guess god put me but that that's a, definitely a great point ron and sarah bonner has made a couple of great comments about how listening can be the best medicine and how you you've also um although looking for it have definitely found purpose um through your through your own um pers personal tragedy can you tell us about um some of your then larger engagements i think you've reached out with schools and, and tried to really uh share your story and about the effect that that's had what i'm trying to start doing more of now is i think employers are important to get with um you know when they have parents that are working and and they're struggling at work and nobody takes the time to get to know why and, and how they're and why they're struggling and why not performing but uh, yeah schools uh, athletes i'm a big athlete student athletes you know i i played ball away from college ryan was a heck of an athlete my youngest son having a big part of our life um so athletes coaches teams uh team court one night i spoke at and as i was driving home i started thinking i had two hours she gave me the whole two hours talk um and it was unbelievable in the interaction with the crowd and um as i was driving home i thought you know this talk is not just for parents or the young adults that are struggling, it's a talk that anybody can benefit from. Because most of us are either, we're either directly impacted substance use or we're indirectly. We either know somebody or it's affecting our family. Uh, pretty much 10 out of 10 people. You know, it's, it's just everywhere. And I never realized that. But So I've talked to a lot of different groups, a lot of different individuals. Uh, some of the local police departments will call me to visit with families um, of that have a child that's struggling. Um, I enjoy that. Most of the time I'm just there to visit and, and just listen and to kind of just help out any way I can. Um, so that's that's been a big thing that's that's helped me a lot too because I know at what stage they're in and I, I can practically finish their systems, you know, and it's it's hard, but it's uh, it's great to see it when they turn their lives around and they end up being a happy family again. So... That's better than any guy, I can promise you that. So are you able to see that, Ron, in terms of some of the folks that you've, you've helped to be able to, it sounds like you kind of have a, a, a little bit of a relationship. Once somebody opens up, almost that they'll call you again for, for a ride or you're kind of going to know where they're out. So are you pretty intentional about trying to find those folks who, who open up to you? Oh, absolutely. I, uh, and I don't talk about it. I don't go around telling people, but I do a lot of, I give a lot of free, a lot of free ride, you know, and I, I'll tell them, you know, I'm here to help and I'll support you. Now, I'm not going to support you and, and take you to the, you know, to the area where you're going to pick something up. But yeah, a lot of times they'll call, they want to hang out. They want to visit. They want somebody to talk to, somebody to listen to them. So, uh, I'm, I don't, I won't charge them for that. I do that on my own time. I visit with them and, um, but that's, you know, that's, that's good for me too. And that's what my son would have done. You know, it's Ryan was just like that. He had a big heart. He cared about people. He, he just, he was your friend immediately. Um, and so I really gained a lot of those qualities from him after he passed, which is a, it's sad, but, um, it's true. 
And so I lived that way through him. And um, I, a while back, I saw a young man walking down the road and he had a backpack on. He was about the same build. And I thought, oh my gosh, it looks just like him. And so I turned around and went up and talked to the young man. And we sat there for two hours. And I offered to give him five bucks and he said no. He said, I don't want your money. He said, Man, this is the fact that you got down and were visiting with me. So I'm nobody special. I just unfortunately have that knowledge and experience, and I care about these people. Man, they're, they're human beings, and they've made a mistake, but we all have. I mean, everyone makes a mistake, and we've all got background. And so uh, I've had my battles with it. You know, I understand it. So uh, I didn't understand it with a son. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I've, I've seen a lot. Uh, I had a baseball player from one team. Uh, after I got done talking, he came up and started talking to me about the situation at home. And I looked at the coach and I said, we've got to get him with somebody. And the coach said, we never, we never realized that was going on. So it, it, it can stir somebody up to just start talking and letting their feelings out there. And that's what, that, that's a, that's big. And, and it, that's happened quite a few times. So can't save everybody. Uh, I'm not going to solve the, all the problems, but man, if just one family, one kid man it's worth it that that's for sure ron and i want you'd mentioned earlier and i want to kind of close with this question to you is you, you had mentioned um that that through these struggles and now as you're um living you know uh day to day trying trying to find a way to provide some folks hope that faith kind of played a role can you kind of talk a, a little bit about that uh your personal kind of faith journey and you know, if your faith was strengthened, how was faith strengthened during tragedy versus triumph? Oh, it, I just, you know, I, I can't even tell you. Uh, it's not like I woke up one morning and just said, you know, I'm going to start helping people. Or I'm going to start. It just started. I started changing and things um, just started kind of happening. And, and I wasn't even paying attention. And I started focusing. I started reading and researching and paying more attention to the Bible and reading different verses. And I became a sponge for that stuff. And then more in touch with, I'm, I'm not trying to preach here, but I just, my faith and my belief in God just got, I mean, I always believe, I always was a Christian in my mind, but I always believed in God, I always have, but it just was, it's hard to explain. And I know that was part Ryan too. And my thought process was differently And my, just a lot of things were just changing. And I liked the way I was and that that just showed me that man this is the, yeah my faith was I'm here for, you know it's almost like God said because I was at a point where I didn't want to live anymore I mean I really didn't and I was if I'd had the guts to do it I probably wouldn't be here today and I just was done and man I just know he was there to say look big guy we're not done yet you got work to do and I believe that I don't care what anybody says and so what I do today I don't plan a whole lot I don't get up and say this is what's going to go on this week. I just say, God, I say a prayer and say, let's go do it. Whatever we got to do today, whatever his plan is. And believe me, people that have known me for a long time will even say, wow, what would you say? But that's who I am. And that my faith is stronger than ever. And um, Ryan's was too. You know, we have texts from him um, about a month before he passed, some things that he had said. And I saved those. And they're, they're very, very personal. And they're very, it just showed that he, had a great faith in God. He really did. And um, I'm the same way. It's just, it's a great feeling. It's an incredible feeling. I don't stress about the money situations anymore. I, although I have them, it's just not worth it. Save somebody's life and to keep parents from having to go to that funeral home on a Saturday morning. That's, that's what it's all about to me. I, 
that takes priority over anything. So my faith is better than it's ever been. It's, it's a blessing, no doubt. Well, Ron, we're coming to the end of our time. I want to thank you for making yourself available um, for us today. I want, I want to thank you for sharing your story. I want to thank you for picking me up in Dallas uh, a, a year ago um, and asking about me and wanting to know my story. Um, because by listening, listening is how we got both got here to be talking. And I, I think that's very powerful. And, and, and your faith, um, as it has evolved, the Lord does work in very, very mysterious ways. And your son is definitely looking down on you, knowing that you're doing the work that maybe he would have wanted, wanted to do, but it's definitely family business, brother. You have a great rest of your week, and I thank you so much for being on. Thanks. All right. Before we conclude, we just want to say thank you once again for, to Ron, Anthony, for making this possible um, to open up the way that he did to share a little bit about his loss. You can see, see how difficult it was, but to know that his life had a higher purpose. So through the loss of one life, the intensity and the passion in his own was magnified. Thank you so much, Ron. And thank you for our sponsors who allow us to do this podcast each week. Texas Silver Rush, Three Rangers Brewing Company, and Veteran Investment Planning. Until next week, have a great rest of this week and do something for somebody else. Be a community builder for America. Have a great rest of your week. We hope you enjoyed a More Lead podcast with Tony May, and we appreciate your viewership. If you'd like to hear more from Tony or one of his guests, you can view or listen to past episodes at TonyMain.Podbean.com. Until next time, be a community builder for America.